alongside with Aaron and Coburn. We, today we'll be talking about opioids, opioid overdose, and a really, really cool uh, opioid overdose reversal medication called naloxone. So Aaron, Coburn, when you guys hear opioids, what's kind of the first thing that comes to mind? Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is actually fairly common stuff like painkillers, uh, Oxycontin, Vicodin, Percocet, and then um, another thing that actually comes to mind too is heroin. Um, I know that's kind of in that family of drugs, um, but I don't really know too much about it. Sure. Yeah. So uh, we have prescription pain medications and many of those are opioids. Opioids are in the depressant family, which uh, dampen central nervous system. The prescription drugs are like what you, uh, many of them, all of the ones that you named are opiates, are opioids. And a uh, street drug, heroin, is also an opioid. It was actually developed following the Civil War um, as a non-addictive alternative for morphine. However, uh, heroin actually is incredibly addictive. And as I just mentioned, it is a depressant that dampens the activity in the central nervous system. In small doses, it can reduce responsiveness to sensory stimulation, slow thought processes, and lower uh, physical activity. However, higher doses can result in drowsiness, lethargy, and amnesia, and they can also lead to death by shutting down uh, vital physiological functions such as breathing. So if you do take opioids, um, a lot of those are, as mentioned, for pain relief. Part of this uh, for pain relief, though, is that if they're not used correctly, if they're misused or abused, they can be that can be intentional, um, like to you know to get high, or it can be uh, unintentional if like a small child or somebody was to get into this medication um, and consume amounts that their body can't handle. It can uh, shut down these really important and necessary bodily functions such as breathing. Uh, do you guys know a little bit about, uh, you know, the opioid epidemic or the fact that, you know, heroin and other opioids um, and their abuse and misuse is to a, you know, a really, really problematic level that's having a lot of negative consequences at this point, both in the nation and in Alaska and on the uh, Kenai Peninsula here in our community. You know, I, I knew it was a, a problem, but I didn't even realize it was bad, I guess, to this scale uh, where they're actually offering possibilities of treatment for free. I mean, it's good that they're stepping in and that we can step in as a community and, and kind of reach out to, to be honest, I didn't even know that um, there were ways to reverse... Um... Opioid overdoses? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so... I thought that was really interesting as well. I knew nothing about that. Um, I kind of thought like once you were past a certain line, it was going to be a lot more difficult than it actually is to reverse those symptoms and that possible possibility of fatality. Sure, yeah. Um, you know, before you see an overdose... Uh, a lot of what the what is carried today is the idea of pulp fiction, uh, some overdose where they're thrashing around and you know in intense amounts of activity. When really, like opioid uh, overdoses will be, you know, there's just a lot of misinformation around uh, opioid overdose. A lot of times, you'll see some signs such as unresponsiveness. You'll see uh, blue lips and blue nail beds, and you know. For the first time in United States history, overdose from prescription medication has exceeded automobile accidents as wow. the leading cause of accidental death in 16 states. It's the leading wow. cause of accidental death in 35 to 54-year-olds in the nation. It's, uh, 
you know, I personally, I know somebody that I uh, attended high school with that, that passed away from a heroin overdose. If you personally haven't struggled with uh, opioid misuse, opioid abuse, it's very likely that today, you know, in Alaska, you, you know somebody that has. So it's really, it's personal to people and it's the community uh, issue that we want to look at and try to address. So overdose is common. Overdose is a problem. However, there is the drug naloxone, which can reverse that. Um, what if I told you guys that there's a website that you can go to, get trained on how to tell when an overdose is happening, tell you how to respond to the overdose, teach you how to use naloxone. You can administer it yourself. And what if I told you there's a place to get it here in Kenai for free when I think the average cost of naloxone is um, just a little bit under $200. Wow. Yeah, that's incredible. And and really the fact that they're giving away for free, I actually have the, the location written down here that it's at uh, 630 Barnacle Way in Kenai. And that's at the, the Kenai Public Health Building, which is just right off Main Street. You know, it's incredible that they're really reaching out and they're really trying to make these resources available. And they really want you to to come over there don't feel ashamed or embarrassed if you're like you know people are going to look down on me if i go there and they're going to see that i'm i'm getting this it's like this is more of a safety net like if you don't have it and you need it you will probably regret it i mean you're talking about eric you're talking about uh that experience you had in high school with someone uh overdosing if there was something you could have done about that or equip someone that could have saved that person i'm sure you would you would definitely i mean it is and this is a true story um i knew somebody about a year ago and they were telling me that you know they were no longer uh doing heroin and i had actually just learned about naloxone and i had asked this person who i knew had used heroin before if they knew about it and he really did he told me this true story uh he said that one time he was you know going to do heroin and this person had naloxone and said, hey, I have this with me just in case, you know, if something was to happen, you know, if I wasn't to respond, if I was to overdose, you know, uh, you just spray this intranasally, you know, right up my nose. And, you know, he said that, uh, that he did have to use that and that did save that person's life. Like, did it kind of, you know, was it kind of a wake up call in some ways? Yeah. Um, but did it save his life? Did it maybe allow this person uh, who needed to be rescued from overdose, the opportunity to enter into recovery, the opportunity to live a positive and healthy and happy life. Um, I mean, it did give that opportunity, right? I mean, the person's life was saved. Um, and it's, you know, I was just on getnaloxonow.org, uh, getnaloxonow.org. I'm going to encourage everybody to get on that. A website and I took a training it was about a 56 slide training but the slides you know were you know 10 15 20 seconds they walk you through with videos uh, little short quizzes and you take a 20 question quiz at the end not a super difficult quiz just something to kind of help you out you know check your understanding and I got a certificate of completion do I need that certificate of completion to go on down to Kenai Public Health Building in Kenai uh, no I don't but it is a super valuable resource, you know. Um, if I don't have a computer, if I don't have Wi-Fi, um, you know, maybe I could maybe I could go to the library. 
Yeah, actually, the <clears throat> the Alaska State Health Department actually has a project called Project Hope. That is a fantastic project. I've been doing a lot of research on this project over the last few days, and I'm actually extremely passionate about this project myself personally, specifically because it gives us a great opportunity to save lives and to fight this epidemic as a community. Like uh, we've touched on a little bit before, it, it starts with us. It starts with us in the community supporting people in recovery and giving them the opportunity to you know, to keep advancing in their recovery. Uh, the coolest thing to me, in my opinion, about this Project HOPE is they actually have applications for um, other public service agencies, local police departments, fire departments, um, faith-based organizations, sorry, churches, um, social services, all those kinds of facilities to actually apply and become a distribution zone for naloxone. Um, so if you're listening to this now and you kind of either know somebody who may be able to make that kind of decision or maybe you are that person, I would strongly encourage you to reach out to Project Hope and maybe become a center for that. Because obviously the more resources we have, the more recovering people we can get to get these resources to, is going yeah, to be beneficial. To piggyback on that, um, one coalition that is very uh, able to get you in touch with uh, um, naloxone or where to get naloxone more and more resources is change for the Kenai and I believe their website is change for org. and if you go on there you can find their uh, information and their phone number and ways to get in touch with with them um, and they will also they're involved with uh, helping people get uh, get naloxone I think even if you aren't actively using even if you don't know somebody and are aren't around somebody who is using all the time you know you can see overdoses in bathrooms you know in our community there are uh, places where people have overdosed in there in the public restrooms um, if you're working as an employee if you're work uh, if you go to grocery stores basically if you exist in a community in public places you know there's a chance that people have done drug done opioids and you know maybe have taken in too much you know overdose is classified as an unintentional accidental death you know um, if somebody is goes into a detox program if somebody is incarcerated uh, there they may have a lower tolerance and the lower tolerance will make overdose more likely if somebody consumes more drugs than normal overdose is more likely you know one of the things i learned is that if you do uh, drugs in a different context than you normally do is um, that can have an effect on tolerance as well um, which is really interesting you know to be able to get online get naloxonenow.org take the training see signs of overdose how to how to respond uh, how to use naloxone and then also be able to take uh, and to be able to go on down to Kenai Public Health and get naloxone which is valued you know at I think just under $200 you know, is a really big deal. And I think it's really important if we all start to go down and get naloxone and are ready to face this epidemic. I mean, it involves everybody as a community. And that says, you know, where we together are facing this, this, uh, this difficult problem, right? For and sure. it doesn't say like, oh, you over there, you need to solve this. It says me, like, I'm ready to participate in this. This community involvement, that's something that I'm interested in. Right. And if you can't get on the website, uh, each of the kits that come from the uh, Kenai Health Building comes with the two doses of Narcan, which is the nasally uh, injected or 
sprayed yeah rather and narcan uh that's the name brand for naloxone naloxone right. is the uh, generic right name right. for narcan so yeah. sometimes you'll hear them interchangeably yeah so it comes with uh sanitary gloves and also a brochure on on how to to give it if you feel like oh well, i need to wait until i can visit this website before i can even uh go to kenai to get this it, that's not true. You can actually uh, look at the brochure on how to distribute, and if you ever need to use it, you'll definitely not regret having it on hand. Uh, and it also comes with a carrying case, so it, it's not something that you'd struggle to carry with you or, or bring to somewhere where you might need it. Yeah, and actually speaking on that, um, just anywhere in public that it would be beneficial to have these. They're super easy to carry. Uh, you can carry them in a purse or even a fanny pack, something very simple. Um, and it's... It's important. I think you can carry it in your pocket. Yeah, you can definitely carry it in your oh, pocket. Oh, really? I thought it was like way bigger. No, no, they're um, they're they're hand size, so they're oh, wow. they're quite small. Okay. Um, when you you'll see it, um, it's maybe you know a few inches. You know, you have the tip as well, but I mean a, f a few inches uh, by a few inches, really. Um, wow. You can carry this in your pocket. Um, I think the standard dose is four milligrams. You can carry it in your pocket. Wow. Um, it's it's very easy and really it can uh, it can save a life. Um, and it's extremely safe. Yeah, extremely you know if safe. you that's what's really cool as well is that if you were to administer this um, and somebody was overdosing of a, a different class of drugs, let's say a stimulant, you know, is this going to revive? Is this going to save their life? No, it's not. But is it going to do any damage? No, um, it is. If you were to give this, administer this to somebody who was under the influence of no drugs, are they going to have adverse? Are they going to have any negative experiences or negative consequences? No. I mean, there. It's very safe. It's non-addictive. Getting on getnaloxonenow.org or and taking that training, or going down to the Kenai Public Health, or getting in contact, getting on changeforkenai.org and getting in contact with Change for Kenai uh, will be a good way to get naloxone and be ready in case that something happens. You know, everybody thinks it won't happen to me, but the main thing I think is that it's called an accidental death. You know, nobody says like, oh, well, this actually will happen to me now. You know, it's an accident and, and, and we should be ready. That means it's preventable and this is the prevention. I mean, I can't even find a reason that I should not go there and, and get some uh, just to have. I mean, do you think you're going to go get some tomorrow? Absolutely. 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 Because there's, there's no reason not to. I mean, I can be a, a force for good in the community uh, at a time when someone could, I could literally save their life. And that's an incredible opportunity uh, to be able to reach out to that extent. Yeah. And we shouldn't be afraid to act. You know, if you do see this stuff in public and you happen to have it on you, don't be afraid to really just jump in there and save somebody. Like, it's like they say, not all heroes wear capes. Well, reality, none of them do. You know, that, that could be us. That could be the community. We could really make a big difference and, you know, make, take a big community step. Community heroes. Yeah, yeah. yeah take sure. a big step in, to sure. defeating the epidemic and really making a change and, you know, and really kicking something off good. Yep. So get on uh, getnaloxonenow.org, uh, Kenai Public Health Office. Um, that, again, is 630 Barnacle Way, Kenai, Alaska. Also, a phone number for them is 907 335 
3,400. Uh, this uh, overdose is prevalent. Overdose can be reversed, and there is training available, and there is the reversal medication available. This is Eric and Kobe and Aaron, and we are you and I for the Kenai.